Hello, welcome to another episode of Seeking Mount Parnassus. I am Derek. I'm Katana. Today we are at peace. Mm. We are in a peaceful vibe, uh, vibration, a frequency. Our, our beings are peaceful in this moment. And we come to you now from a state of peace directly through our hearts with peace. I hope you can feel it. I hope you can feel the peace because we are in that state and we are attempting in our lives to be at peace in a world filled with non-peaceful instances at times. And we attempt each day to be at peace with each other which we are, and all creatures and unseen beings and, and the world. And we sometimes are able to do it. Other times, we're not. But today, we are at peace. And we come to you again uh, through the form of a podcast. Uh, so I hope that you enjoy listening today. Um, I am... Uh, oh no, today we're going to be talking about astrology and Mars energy. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a great opportunity because it's the Aries full moon, Aries full moon. Uh, it happens overnight tonight. It is September 28th, 2023. And the Aries full moon happens this evening. So we'll post this episode probably today before the full moon happens and then the full moon will happen tomorrow and that energy will be around at least for a few days but we have a lot of aries things happening and, and mars things happening that'll last longer than that so seem like a good topic oh yeah i just moved the desk up so i can <laughs> uh, don't have to bend over when i speak maybe you can hear it Oh, yeah. I hope you like that sound. Some good Aries action. Yeah, I was I was crouching my back over to, to speak into the mic, and I thought, why not just put the table upwards yes. towards, towards my face? <laughs> then I can speak directly into the mic. There's this thing in the, in the army or in the infantry. Um, bring the weapon to your head. Oh, not your yeah. head to the weapon. Ah, because your head is just looking through the scope. Ah. Bring bring the weapon to your head, not your head to the weapon. Interesting. I I feel like we could just riff off of that actually. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe that's a good distinction between Aries and Libra energy. Mm. Like if you're bringing your head to the weapon, you're accommodating. You're you're trying to move yourself into a possibly uncomfortable position so that you can reach what needs to happen rather than taking an action to to make it possible for you to just be in a more comfortable natural position to then use the weapon effectively which is an aries energy exactly you got it you just achieved <laughs> uh basic rifle marksmanship right? oh good you got it a steady <laughs> position is number one yeah hell yeah well that's interesting because I think, you know, we're, we're dealing with a lot of that ourselves, this, this dichotomy, that energy. And 
so in astrology, there's a lot of polarities or there's opposites, which is creates contrast, which is helpful to understand things. So on the zodiac is 360 degrees, and then each sign around the zodiac is 30 degrees, and then there each sign has an opposite that's 180 degrees away. Mm-hmm. So Aries opposes Libra. Right. And what's happening astrologically in a full moon is that the sun is 180 degrees directly opposite the moon. So right now we have a Libra sun. So that's why we're having an Aries full moon. Oh, yeah. And then that's the only full moon. I mean, sometimes it gets slightly out of phase sign wise, but that's the only full moon we can have right now because it's 180 degrees opposite. And then we have the the nodes, the nodes of the moon, transiting nodes of the moon in Aries and Libra, which we've talked about before, which lasts like a year and a half. Then we have Mars moving through Libra right now. And it's almost it's almost exactly conjunct the south node. Where is it? So today it's at 20. It's about five degrees away. So that would be considered a conjunction. So. Mars in Libra conjunct the south node in Libra, opposing Mm. the north node in Aries. Ah. So it's like Mars opposing the north node. Mm. So there's all kinds of Mars, Aries type things. And then the eclipse season is coming. Mm. So next month, October 2023, we'll have two eclipses, two weeks apart, mid-October and then end of October. And it's Aries-Libra eclipses, even though it's like, slightly yeah confusing i think yeah. it'll go to taurus a bit yeah at some point during yeah. one of the eclipses yeah the moon if the nodes will stay but the first i think or no the full moon on october 28th is a, a taurus full moon even though it's an aries eclipse it's a little bit weird but it's right on the edge that's why yeah so it goes aries taurus the signs order of the sun I, on my own individual birth chart, I'm an Aries sun. And in your individual birth chart, you're an Aries rising. Yeah. In our composite chart, our composite chart is Aries rising. Yeah. We have to, in our lives, deal with uh, Aries energy and Mars. Yeah. Uh, Everyone does. Everyone has Mars in their chart somewhere. And everyone has the transiting uh, south and north nodes always uh affecting them whether they know it or not yeah uh the thing about astrology is that astrology is always happening um but it's subtle and it can be um helpful possibly to those who are aware of the of the subtleties and aware of the symbolism and it helps us greatly each day so that we can have compassion for ourselves in moments of um, what could be considered to be crises mm. or uh, Mars-type um, um, instances in our lives where we get, say you get a, a something in the mail comes and, and it could cause you to, to be into a panic or it could cause you to be nuts or freak the fuck out. Mm-hmm. This is what happens. Uh, sometimes they might happen exactly when you have Mars conjunct Saturn. <laughs> right. You might get multiple things in the mail suddenly, and then you have to deal with the energy of, of those things. Yeah. And uh, in our case, we have Mars um, transiting 
uh, well, everyone has Mars transiting it right now on their chart somewhere. Yeah. And we have um, the, the North Node in, in Aries and the South Node in Libra. Yeah. Which is also transiting, hitting all of our individual shit. Yeah. And then we also have um, just whatever rising sign we are. You yeah. know, like you're Aries rising and I'm an Aries sun. Mm-hmm. So our natural way to handle situations at is an Aryan type mm-hmm. way of, of direct action. Mm-hmm. However, um, Libra is the opposite of Aries. And in this current time frame that we're living in for the next year and a half or so, we're getting met with all these situations, do, dealing with relationships. At least we are in our personal lives. And how do you, um, how do you deal with um, the energy when it comes to you in a way that's going to be the medicine for you. Uh, if the relationship is coming and it's you, you have a tendency towards Libra, uh, but the medicine may be Aries, how do you take each uh, gift of the energy coming to you mm-hmm. and, and utilize the astrology to help you um, maybe at least understand? Yeah. A little bit more about what's going on uh, to to give you a, a way that you can respond. Um, we're trying to figure it out, and uh, it, sometimes it works, and sometimes we are succumbed by the energy. Um, but either way, astrology keeps transiting us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that's it's such an interesting question and one that I've wondered about quite a lot since I really got heavily into studying astrology. A few years ago about what is what is astrology you know i mean it, it clearly works and if you test it out you can find that out but then once you know that it works and you understand the symbolism going deeper with it is important i think to be able to actually figure it out use it why you know i mean i think one thing we always can see is mm-hmm. that the astrology is mirroring the energy that we're experiencing or vice versa. Like, you you know, we can see because we're aware of the astrology. Yeah. Every day we can see and it, we're getting better and better at like quickly mm-hmm. identifying. Yeah. Like, oh, Mars conjunct Saturn today. Right. Okay, of course, mm-hmm. we're getting this mail. Right. You know, but what does that mean? Why? Is it is it the planets are causing this to happen or is it that the astrology is just there as some helpful information to show us what's happening. Mm-hmm. It's not actually causing it to happen in that kind of literal way, which is the way I tend to feel about it. You know, like it when it's happening, it feels like it's happening to us. Yeah. That, oh God, this why? <laughs> why, Mars? Why? Right, you know? right. But I don't really think that that's quite it. Because that, to me, it's like too elementary of an understanding. It's too simplistic or mundane in the sense of like, this is happening to us mm-hmm. and to me. And, you know, how do you make it through? There must be another reason why it's happening. Mm-hmm. Like, why does the whole world need some healing on the Aries-Libra continuum mm-hmm. at this moment? And what is the deeper purpose of that coming right you know not that it's just happening because that happens to be where the nodes are mm-hmm. you know what i mean right uh yeah yeah why why are we in an aries libra nodes 
shift yeah. at this moment. Right. I mean, clearly it's just uh, follows this astrology by the Zodiac right. by moving around right. the circle. Right. You know, we, we came out of the last two years before that was right. there a Scorpio Taurus. Right. Um, and now, obviously, the next in line is uh, Libra um, Aries. You know, after this will be whatever it is. What is it after this? Well, the nodes go retrograde. So it'll go Virgo, Virgo, Pisces. Virgo, Pisces. Oh, boy. Right. Yeah, I think um, this time that we're in right now, um, if you're unaware of astrology or, or if you're if you're unaware just in general, being unaware and unconscious of things, mm-hmm. um, once you become aware of them, uh, we have found and started to notice that the actual energy of the symbolism of the astrology helps us to understand what is going on. Mm-hmm. And it, it really is quite accurate mm-hmm. and um, helpful in our daily lives. And the, the Mars energy that we're getting is something that we're struggling to understand how how do we have compassion and love uh and and work our lives through our heart like a tree would or like all beings who are loving how do we work our lives through our heart to to encounter mars situations that are on the the Aries Libra axis and and come away compassionate, but also uh, the medicine for what the situation is. How do, how do we treat our relationships in our lives with the proper medicine um, without going into past karma or without um, being instead of ruthless compassion, just being ruthless and an asshole what what is the fine line between fuck you and no yeah yeah and i think we've gotten into such a period of time that you know at least on in certain circles are the ones that i think we would mostly get lumped into rightly or wrongly you know spiritual circles um people who are more interested in in peace or trying to change the world, et cetera. There's this emphasis so much on peaceful, peaceful nonviolence and, you know, try to get along and how do we find harmony and let's, you know, which are Libra values. Right. And and justice as well, you know, fairness and equality. Mm -hmm. Balance. Balance. I mean, you can so see the Pluto and Libra generation influence Mm -hmm. on all of these things. But I think that it, you were saying earlier that it's like the people who are writing these things and saying these things clearly have no experience with war. Clearly not. Because even when the language is about shadow work or facing your demons, it's mm. just not quite right. <laughs> like it doesn't get the full, which was like the piece I read last episode. Right. About demons and how gruesome and how violent and difficult it actually is. Like what what is warfare? Right. You know, spiritual warfare is something. That's not a touchy feely new age, everything's, you know, kumbaya kind of energy. Mm-hmm. So I I think that part of the what's happening now is the, the correction, the mm. ba- the balancing correction right. to that. 
and how to understand Aries energy. And like then there's also people who have in their birth charts have an Aries south node. Right. And they're trying to heal or they have too much. They, they have to already have too much Aries going on in a twisted way. Mm-hmm. How do they find the higher path of Aries during this time? Right. It's challenging. We in our personal lives are just our lives. You know, we we're we come across situations that can propel us into past ways that we deal with the world. Here's an example. I used to be quite the contrarian, to say the least. I was a punk rocker um, and I I had this this a general dissatisfaction with the state of society. So I would dress a certain way and look a certain way and act a certain way because I had a disdain for society that I felt I felt that I was justified in my actions to walk around society wearing shirts that said fuck you. Uh, I had I wore the sweater that said go go to hell on it. Um, I had a just a general fuck you attitude everywhere I went. Um, I'm no longer like that, but uh, I can't deny my, my own way that I got to where I am right now. Anyway, yesterday we went to go hiking. We're, we're just hiking. Uh, me and Katana went to hike. We love to hike in the woods. It's our, one of our favorite things to do together, be with the trees on a trail in the woods. We decided to bring this sandwich board um, sign that's like a dry erase board and place it at the beginning of our path with just the message, we are seeking peace. Um, we are seeking Mount Parnassus. Listen to our podcast. And then we, I drew a Zia symbol beneath that. And then we went on our hike. And when we got back from our hike, the hike was beautiful. It was an excellent hike. We had some uh, beautiful times in the woods. The trees loved us. We loved the trees. We took a beautiful picture next to some red changing leaves. I felt at one with the earth, as I typically do. Uh, me and Katana love the earth. There's no doubt about it. I love being with the rocks and the vines and the tre- the trees, the undersides of leaves, the smell of the rain. I love all that. I feel at one with that. Coming out of the trail, and when we get back, got back, our sign was gone. Someone had taken our sign. Um, I instantly felt I knew what had happened. The we were in a state park, and the the park rangers took our sign and took it to their little area. So we left and and went to their area and i asked some guy you know where's my sign at? have you seen a sign and he said oh yeah you're not allowed to post signage on the tra- in the state park it's not allowed so your sign is over there by the other building so we went to go take the sign we, we got our sign back there was no conflict there was no fist fight there was no exchange of violence however this is a chance in life or a, a opportunity to be pissed. In my f- previous way of life as a young punk rocker, 
I might take this situation as, well, the government doesn't allow me to hike. I can't just do what I want when I'm on a hiking trail. I can only do what they say. I can't even put a sign that says, we are seeking peace. The sign was was peaceful and, and beautiful looking. And we can't even put that out without being smacked down by the, by the authorities. <laughs> um, how how do we react in this time frame of, on Earth right now with Aries Libra how, and and Mars? How do we take what happened to us and and do it in a way that is the medicine for what we're getting in our life? Um, I felt like what we did was was the right thing. And we got the sign back. Um, but I, I don't know. You know, would it have been better to start a conversation? Or would it have been better to um, call someone, uh, complain to the, to the state park service? I mean, I don't know. Like, what, what do you do when, when, when you're in life and a situation comes to you that might make you re- respond in a Mars type of way mm-hmm. how do you how do you confidently safely effectively respond to something that is troubling to you or 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 just rude mean i don't know i don't know <laughs> <laughs> still trying to figure that out yeah but i thought of a few different things while you were telling the the story it's interesting because you kept using the word sign and then I got kind of pulled into a separate thread of thinking around that because we're always talking about the signs. What are the signs? And basically astrology is a system of signs. Right. I mean, it's a way of reading the signs, mm-hmm. just like all of the other old traditions of understanding communication from the universe and the earth, weather patterns, birds, animals, all ancient traditions on the earth had some form of reading those kind of signs Mm -hmm. and uh, all oracles did something of that nature and astrology is a way of doing that actually it's just careful observation of the planets and the stars and and then determining what they mean what what did they actually mean based on observation right but what is it about the sign you know our sign was taken away Mm -hmm. we had to get it back yeah, it, it wasn't able to be conveyed to other people. Correct. And then we did feel like, well, at least we have the podcast. Like we, for now, are far enough under the radar that we can say whatever we want to say. Right. I don't know how long that will last. We might get flagged or censored in some way. It's very common occurrence these days. Right. Well, okay. So Aries is about the truth and honesty. Right. Directness. Mm-hmm. So that's possibly one thing of like. How do you respond? Honesty, directness, telling the truth. Right. Facing it directly. Mm -hmm. But I don't know that engaging in a conflict or just being angry all day just doesn't feel that helpful. No, no. I mean, what then what, you know? So... I'm not sure. And and then we are all the other thing is the symbolism. Mm-hmm. We're always looking at the symbolism. Right. What why did this happen? How can we understand? What does this mean? Mm-hmm. And that's the other thing about astrology is is that's what it's calling you to do. If our sign is taken away, we can't put our sign out. Mm-hmm. Other people can't read it. Right. Regardless of what the message is, 
you're just not allowed to communicate with other people in the park, basically. Right. You you can't say anything to other people or or leave a sign for anyone else that's not approved by the government messages. Right. That's a common way of censoring. Mm-hmm. And I think that the the way that astrology gets so criticized and demonized still by so many different fact you know, factions. It's like religions say astrology is the devil. Right. And then uh science says astrology is not a real science. Yep. Uh there it just kind of falls into this space of it gets categorized as new age woo woo bullshit. Mm-hmm. Which it's not, you know, because of, of actual criteria of what what makes it a science to me. Mm-hmm. Or a, a, it's not a religion at all. No, no. But it's a spiritual tool. Right. For sure. Mm-hmm. So astrology gets blocked, in other words. We can't, we can't really communicate much about astrology. The signs are taken down. <laughs> right. You know? Right. They take away the sign. We try to share the sign. Here's some information. It's mm-hmm. really simple. It was actually just a, a way of sharing some inspiration that we were trying to do. Right. With the sign. Right. But that's not allowed. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just a, a one possible interpretation yeah. of what happened. Mm-hmm. I, you know, in terms of responding, I think the thing you and I both have had to figure out is what to, what to do with the Mars energy and how to make it work. Right. You know, for us, first of all. Right. So that we're not just suffering all the time right with too much anger or uh frustration mm-hmm. yeah there are times of the day or uh, this is what happens to me often is that we're out in society which we call the mundane world and i see something that causes me to feel the energy of what i'm seeing i see power lines or i see um injustice or I see outright ignorance or the opposite of, of truth or something. And then it causes me to feel anger. Um, and then I don't know what to do with it. I don't know what to do with the anger because I feel that what I'm seeing is, is rightfully should be angry feeling. Mm-hmm. But I don't know where to put the anger because there's nowhere to put it. I, I, I feel that on earth, humans are living in a way that is not in line with the energy of the earth. That's just how I feel. Yeah, definitely. And whenever I leave and venture out into society, I get um, examples of that being true. And then it causes me to feel anger, and then I don't know what to do with it, and then it makes me feel, uh, makes me feel like mad. Yeah. And and I want to um, do something about it. I want I want to change. I want to change the world. I, I would love if everyone lived peacefully, in harmony, without oppression. I would love to be free from oppression, but I don't know how to do it. Um, so how how do we do it, you know, in our daily lives 
when we're all messed up from the energy that we get mm -hmm. uh i don't know what we're what to do mm -hmm. we're still figuring it out but we are we have figured out some minor things that we have are learning how to do and it seems like some aries medicine is working mm -hmm. at least for us yeah and that's all i know so far yeah, and you said something at the beginning about crisis, like create a crisis, which is an Aries. Aries is good in a crisis. Yeah. And what what makes Aries good in a crisis? It's this ability to act spontaneously without too much thinking. Right. And trying to please everyone and just knowing what needs to happen and doing it immediately or c coming from instinct mm -hmm. you're really excellent at that or you don't you're not an overthinker no you're not yeah i mean you're not i, I want to say you're not a thinker at all but that's not really what we mean but you're not that kind of thinker no like no. your thinking is not a problem no which it, for most people it is especially in this society mm -hmm. well maybe that's something you know we were talking last week at the grocery store about the energy and how you can feel, ah. uh, you feel the energy. It's almost like you're hearing other people's thoughts. Yes. That they're just projecting their thinking out into the air and it gets to you and then you have to leave yeah. the situation after a certain amount of time. Yeah. Overthinking is more of a Libra type energy. Mm -hmm. It's why, why are you thinking is mm. the first question. Right. If it, it could have a different energy, so it could be Virgo thinking. But if it's Libra thinking, it's probably based on trying to please everyone, trying to figure out what everybody else needs so that there will be peace and harmony, mm -hmm. trying to, um, I don't know, just compromise or shape yourself to something to make it work. Right. Which is a way of thinking instead of just acting. Right. From your instincts, mm -hmm. which is why I'm always saying, like, when we go hike, we get to a crossroad. I usually just say, you go with your instinct and mm -hmm. then I follow you because you have excellent instincts in that way. Yeah. You don't think about it. No, no. So maybe this part of the Aries medicine is, is not thinking so damn much mm. for everyone. For everyone. <laughs> just everyone, stop, stop thinking. Yeah, stop thinking. Yeah, like uh, imagine if you're at the store and everyone is just doing, going with, with purpose, moving with purpose and direct action. I need, here's my list of things. I'm going to go directly to them, get them, put them in my cart, exit, go to the counter, get the clerk, put them in my bag, exit the store. What if everyone is on that track? Mm -hmm. um, maybe it would move smooth. The operation might be smooth, perhaps. Mm -hmm. um, but if you have one person doing that, or two people, and then you have 40 people lackadaisically um, thinking about what they're going to do at the store while they're already at the store, it, it creates a bogged down um, energy in the whole store. And then it causes a non-working uh, way. Um, and, and the lines get messed up. No one knows which line <laughs> to go into. Everyone is trying to let the other person go in front of them. 
No one wants to take something. Everyone's trying to move their card out of the way for someone else.、Mm-hmm. What if everyone everywhere just does what they need to do without thinking, based on their own ne- ne- necessities、mm-hmm. of of the basic functions of life? Yeah, you know.、Um, Yeah, I don't know. What do you think when you're feeling all that thinking at the grocery store?、Uh-huh. What is the tone of the thinking? Like, what are people? What are people thinking about? Can you feel like the energy of what it is? I think they're thinking mostly about the future、mm. and the past.、Mm. I think the the majority, the tone, the overtone that I can feel actually the most is. An incessant thinking about the future or the past,、mm. nothing to do with what the fuck is happening right、mm. now. Okay. The like, God, I woke up late. I'm all fucked up. I didn't get dressed right. Now I'm ugly. Now I'm stupid. I'm fat. I should, man. I need to start. I'm gonna today. I'm gonna get some、uh, rice crackers. I'm gonna start the diet today.、Um, then in the future, I'm gonna look great. I'm gonna find my true love. We're gonna move to Spain, and I'm gonna become a writer, <laughs> and I'm gonna do all this. This is what people are doing. Every single person you see is doing some version of this. Most likely, I, I'm just guessing. I don't fucking know. You're not guessing. I mean, it's based on. Yeah,、you. right. I can feel that there's something going on in these people's minds,、yeah. and it's causing me to be feeling like God. Shut the fuck up, please. Just, just do what you're doing right now.、Mm. If you are working at a store, just do that. Don't do thinking.、Mm. Take the things that 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 are coming to you, do them, and then move on to the next thing all day long. You can think somewhere else on your own time when you're at home,、mm. away from other people.、Mm-hmm. But when you're out in society or anywhere where other people are around,、mm. it would be helpful for everyone if you just did what was、mm. in front of you without thinking about the future or the past. Ah, okay, yeah, because Aries is very much in the moment, right? And you're you live that way, yeah, pretty much all the time、mm-hmm. of just being fully in the moment, in the now, right. And then you can act from that. That's what makes Aries effective in battle or in a crisis, right? Is you're just in the moment, and then you just act based on pure instinct or some access to higher wisdom, yeah. But then this thinking about the future and the past. Clogs everything up,、mm-hmm. so that that could be part of that Aries medicine. And I think even in relationships, like I'm noticing that I, you know, some some difficult thing comes up. You know, someone contacts me, then I have to figure out how am I going to respond to this、mm-hmm. person. Yeah, and I immediately start thinking,、mm-hmm. how am I going to? What do I say to please this person, but also try to take care of myself? How do I balance what I need with what they need? What is the best, nicest, most harmonious way to not upset this person, but also I don't want to talk to them. <laughs> right, know, right. How do you convey? And then finding that based on what your coaching to me will be, will just be honest.、Mm-hmm. Just say exactly what you would say to me. Yeah. And then I'm able to communicate clearly without the thinking. Right. Like you still have to communicate,、mm-hmm. and it has to be authentic. But it doesn't have to be all fucked up with thinking. Right. Of trying to please the other person and trying to think about their response, and then going. Libra can also be 
excellent at being the devil's advocate and and, and can see both sides of everything, mm-hmm. which is great when you need that skill. Yeah, it's great at times. Yeah, but then you can just become so stuck mm-hmm. because you can always see indecisiveness is a mm. Libra. Right. A shadow, whereas Aries is very decisive. Right. Just do it. Just do what you feel yeah. at the moment. Uh, maybe it's right or wrong, but whatever it is, yeah. it will be shown yeah. after you complete the action. Right. What if someone throws a rock at you? What do you do? Do you think about it? Do you move? Do you catch the rock? Do you duck? Or do you just get hit in the fucking face yeah. by a rock? Right. Because you're not paying attention. You didn't even know someone threw a rock at you right. until you got hit in the face with a right. rock. So what? What is the area? What is? What do I do when someone throws something at me? I catch it, or I parry it. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, I know the rock's coming because yeah. I'm in the moment. Or you move out of the way before uh, the rock even gets there. Right. Right. The Libra will be like, "Well, I understand why they threw the rock, and maybe I'll <laughs> right. maybe I'll catch the rock, and." And maybe how are they going to feel if I move? Yeah. They might be sad because yeah. they want to hit me. <laughs> and right. if, I, if I move, they'll, they won't feel good because they are trying to hit me. Uh, so I should stand here and I'll just get hit by the rock because it won't hurt that bad. I'll just let them hit me with the rock because they, they need to get to hit me because that's what they need. So I'm going to just get hit by the rock. Hmm. That's not, you know, if you live like that, you're going to get hit. with rocks you're gonna get hit with rocks quite a bit uh if if you're aries style you're gonna catch a lot of rocks or you're gonna move out of the way more so than you are gonna get hit by them and uh, it, it you know it's just different different energies and and different ways of of living and and experiencing the world um but it's what's happening right now on earth to everyone mm-hmm. everyone is getting mars mm-hmm. uh, hitting their placements in their chart and everyone is getting a dose of aries libra mm-hmm. especially in relationships it seems like yeah. like aries libra the nodes are are coming up a lot at least for us i don't know no that's for everyone because libra is very focused on relationships that's like one of the top primary values for libra is relationship so it is going to be Anything that's moving through Libra is going to be affecting relationships. Right. Now we have the South Node, which is the karmic past, mm-hmm. and Mars right. moving through Libra. Right. So those are the kinds of things that are coming up in relationships. The karmic past mm-hmm. and the need for Mars energy, which, I mean, I think that's the other thing with Aries and Mars, the, the battle or the, we were talking about this warfare mm-hmm. or understanding the mentality of that mm-hmm. that it's the culture that we're in especially socially yeah has become so weak right and and denuded of any kind of power right it's just you don't the 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 top value now is you just don't want to make anyone else even slightly uncomfortable right you don't want to use the wrong word you don't want to say anything that's upsetting to anyone Let's just try to smooth everything over to make everyone feel comfortable all the time. Right. That is not Mars. No. Or Aries type energy. No. And I think that the, uh, 
it's like what you're saying. It's, it's the, okay, sure. But then you're going to get hit by a bunch of rocks. So is that, that's a good value too. You want to just let yourself become a doormat, you know, and just take it. <laughs> right. That's what Libra would do. Right. Yeah. Just take it. I know. I know really good about this. Mm -hmm. I have a Libra South node and a Libra moon. Mm -hmm. I have taken the hell out of a lot of things. <laughs> I have been manipulated to the max. I have allowed people to come into my life mm -hmm. and, and prey on my, my, my um, caring, compassionate, unthinking uh, or not too much thinking way. And, and, uh, get used mm -hmm. um, a lot. I, I have, have figured it out, uh, but it took a long ass fucking time. Mm -hmm. And um, the Libra always wants to try to, to be um, compassionate and, and understand um, the other person, but it also leads to a lot of misery mm -hmm. and a lot of self um, destruction, really. Mm -hmm. I, I, I have uh, foregone my own feelings a lot in my life so that other people would feel better than me, mm -hmm. which it, it, I think I think at least that all beings are feeling the best and doing the best when they are the best that they can be, mm -hmm. not when they're diminishing themselves constantly for others. Mm -hmm. you know and, yeah. and I think that right now this Aries, business of, uh, of the nodes is helping us or it can help us mm -hmm. to to take the situation that we're getting uh the, in our relationships and and go aries style yeah into the truth of the matter no i don't want to talk to you no i don't want to continue this relationship i understand that you don't like it mm -hmm. i understand that it's sad to you mm -hmm. and i understand sometimes life is sad mm -hmm. That's okay, you know, but it's also the truth. Some things are the truth. You can't deny the truth. You can try for a long time, but the truth, if you deny the truth long enough, the truth will come, but it might come in a different way. Yeah. It might come in Pluto in the eighth right. through death. You know, you, death is the truth. If death is the truth, then we cannot deny the truth. And doing so is going to be a detriment to us and all humanity. Mm. Yes. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and this makes me think of, I'm thinking of a couple of different things, but one is uh, horses because we were talking, I think that same day that we had that experience at the grocery store, we were having these insights about horses yeah. because horses don't think no. like that they have the same emotions that we have, mm -hmm. but they don't think about them the way that we do. And they don't think about anything in the way that we do in terms of past and future. No, They do understand massive, complex, big picture concepts, mm -hmm. but they don't think about them. Mm -hmm. I think they just are in tune with them at all times. And then they act, they just act in the moment and they right. are physical, which is another Aries type quality of action. Right. They're physical. They don't talk. So they convey things through action, movement mm -hmm. of their bodies. Right. And immediately mm -hmm. doing that. 
to express how they feel the energy is or how they're feeling at the moment but they don't have all this extra stuff and they are honest because mm -hmm. of that right they can't hide they don't fake you know polite dishonesty libra fakeness right fakeness has become i think one of the number one problems yes in the society that we're living in right now yes everyone's fake mm -hmm. to the max yeah all the time right and you always say that when you talk to people afterwards, you'll be like, I don't know anything. Who is this person? Yeah. I have no idea. No. They're not being themselves at all. No. They don't even know themselves. No. And I, I didn't have as much awareness of that before meeting you because I wasn't being fully myself either. Right. You try to fit to the professional culture. You try to just make make other people like you basically right horses don't give a fuck really about no. that no i mean they want to get along their masters are getting along in a herd they all get along right but vajra our mare watching her she's not people pleasing in any way neither is tenzin <laughs> tenzin our gilding also is not no but vajra's a four-year-old filly she's young she's you know in, in horse years she's like a kid right but she has this intense she's airy sun oh right yeah she has this intense energy that she went into this herd and immediately expressed her boundaries mm -hmm. just conveying this energy back up get out of my space yeah uh this is my person back up yeah i'm going with her you're not coming yeah and she doesn't care she's not like are, are you okay no. with that if i just you know she it, just turns around and bites the, the horse. <laughs> right. If the horse is coming up to her and she doesn't like it, she turns around and bites him. Yeah. And actually, horses, they do a lot of communication energetically before they will even have to bite. Right. You right. know, they just give it a look, pin their ears, send this energy of, hey, back up. Yeah. And then the other horses, most of the time, respond to that. Right. And they're like, oh, geez, sorry. Mm -hmm. And then they back up. If they don't, then they get a bite or a kick. Yeah. It's very Aries type communication. Right. It's clear. It's to the point. It's not dishonest. It's not people pleasing. However, it's necessary to the herd getting along. Right. Which is an, another thing we, we've talked about of if there are no consequences for anything, if everyone's all, let's just, you know, kumbaya everybody get along we're not going to criticize anyone's behavior we're just tolerant of difference all are welcome <laughs> all are welcome hate is not welcome here right. all are welcome here but hate hate is not welcome here right with a rainbow flag right but so if the if the value of that system is let's just tolerate everything mm -hmm. that does not actually create harmony no it creates everything's all messed up there's violence there's massive violence because there's no consequences right there's a, a lot of abuse going on of different kinds mm -hmm. taking advantage of other people mistreating other people because there's no consequence right with horses there's a consequence mm -hmm. if you act wrong you're gonna get kicked right and if you keep doing it you're gonna get kicked out of the herd right or you won't be allowed to come near the food right until you act right <laughs> right you know? there's a consequence mm -hmm. it's not let's just tolerate everyone should be welcome you know there's a standard right of behavior which is true in in battle as well like yeah. if you're in the army the stories you tell 
we find them hilarious because it's such a stark contrast to the way things are in the general society mm-hmm. of anything goes. Right. There's no anything goes in the infantry. No. Fuck no. The only <laughs> thing that goes is what is the mission? Uh, then whoever is in charge. And then everyone just does their fucking job, whatever that is. My job, I'm an infantryman. I'm, a, I'm the rifleman. If I'm a number three man in the door, I go in uh, number three <laughs> through the door and shoot towards the sector I'm supposed to shoot. And I, and I do my job I'm supposed to do with no hesitation, no thinking whatsoever. And then I get out and I, uh, my squad leader or my team leader tells me what to do next. I don't think or ask questions why. Go over there. Take a knee. Point. Uh, here's your sector of fire from 3 o'clock to uh, 6 o'clock. The end. Okay, now, that's your job now for the indefinite future. Mm-hmm. No questions, no. But I don't, you know, it doesn't fucking matter. And then what happens if you don't do it or you, you don't if, do it well? If you don't do it well, you, you could get everyone killed. Mm. <laughs> Okay, you don't like fucking taking a knee and pointing your weapon system at three to six o'clock. Don't do it then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh, just fucking fall asleep. But what? how will you feel when you're not paying attention and a rocket where in your sector it gets fired, it misses you, but kills your squad leader and, and, and shrapnel destro- maims half of your team because you're not paying attention. And now, maybe now you're the squad leader and you have to get yourself and, and the rest of the people who are alive out <laughs> out of the, the, the battle. Um, what are you going to do? I mean, the, that's, that is what, that's, that, that's what happens. Mm-hmm. That's what could happen. And um, the, the energy of that is uh, it's no thinking. Mm-hmm. It's just direct, honest action. Um. Yeah. Yeah, and I often like I like the stories of you know you don't do what you're supposed to do in training or in preparation. You know the punishments. Oh, the punishments! <laughs> the the right. punishments right. are hilarious. Yeah. I mean, they're not hilarious. I'm sure at the time to the person, but you have told all these different stories of what happens if you pack your pack your your rucksack. You miss one thing on the list of what you're supposed to take, mm-hmm. there's serious consequences for that. Yeah. Oh, you packed uh, five socks, not six. I guess from now on, you're going to wear socks on your hands <laughs> everywhere you go for the next week. Everywhere you go, you have now your sock boy. Everywhere you go, your OD green socks on your hands. And hopefully next time you'll remember to put six socks. The list says six socks. didn't say five socks. Hopefully next time you remember <laughs> that you put in, you know. Right. They're not worried like, oh, did I hurt your feelings? No. I'm sorry. Am I being too aggressive? No. Because it's essential it's or people essential will die. Or people will die. So I think that is an analogy, especially on the energy level mm-hmm. of we do have a responsibility. What is spiritual warfare? I mean, first we're trying to protect ourselves from energies that don't belong mm-hmm. in our space or in our consciousness if if we allow them to come in and take over then there's consequences for everyone around us right so now everyone that lives with you 
is having to experience this fucked up energy that's coming out from you mm -hmm. or your thinking is way off and confused and you know just getting way out of out of the present moment mm -hmm. everyone around you is suffering right as a result and then that extends out to everyone in your work environment everyone in the grocery store around you is now having to deal with your dysregulated energy mm -hmm. that's causing oh, your horse right your horse you're gonna go to the barn with this kind of energy mm -hmm. you're thinking all over the place you're not facing what you need to face mm -hmm. and you're constantly trying to please other people or do you know do what's going to get you the most likes your horse is not going to tolerate that they're going to show you immediately right what the consequences are they might step on your foot Right. Or they may run away right. from you. Yeah, they might, you might go to put the halter on and they just run off. <laughs> right. you, you get close to them and they just move their head and run off every single time, possibly. <laughs> yeah. I had, I've known horses like that in the past that would didn't want to be caught. You'd go out and they weren't my horse, you know, it was when I was riding other people's horses for lessons and things. And they just didn't want to be caught. You'd go out, try to catch them. And it just become like this game. They don't want to be near you. Yeah. But I think that they learned humans, not good energy. Yeah. I don't want to be around human energy mm -hmm. because it's all thinking and it's all not real. It's not in the moment. Right. It's not. So then I think this idea of, oh, the Libra approach is always more compassionate. Right. Right. Is it? Is it more compassionate to show up to your partner with all kinds of thinking and energy that's not in the present so you're not even you're not present you're not present for your partner for your child for mm -hmm. your horse because you're thinking about how to you know smooth things over with other people or the future or all these other things that are just not now right that's not compassionate no we were talking the other day about um the most compassionate thing for me is if you just tell me the truth immediately, then I can respond compassionately and, and understand what to do next. Uh, it's, it's helpful. Mm -hmm. It's way more helpful than, oh, I don't know, what do you want to do? Mm -hmm. How do you want to do it? Yeah. Uh, if you just say, I want to do this or I don't want to do this, it allows me instant information and I can now put my energy where I know it can go mm -hmm. or I can do what I feel needs to happen and then we can continue on mm -hmm. instead of being stuck in some uh, back and forth when we could just cut directly to mm -hmm. the truth. How do you feel right now? I feel bad. All right. Great. <laughs> How do you feel right now? I feel good. Mm -hmm. Great. Right. Uh, I, I don't, you know, it's not helpful to say, how are you doing? Good. But you feel bad. Right, because it's dishonest. Right, it's dishonest, which the opposite of love is lies. Yeah, right. And But it takes courage, which is a Mars quality, mm -hmm. to be honest. Right. And there are situations where it's dangerous to be honest. Mm -hmm. And you have to get yourself out of those situations because it will prevent love right and it and it 
screws up all the circuits in your own way of being and expressing. If you are constantly internalizing that it's not safe to be honest, mm -hmm. which I think is another problem that we've now got right. in society at large, is with all of this Libra type, oh, careful what you say, watch every word you say, make sure you don't do this or that, or don't offend these people or that, it creates, um, it makes everyone have to think extensively <laughs> yeah. before they say anything, mm -hmm. which then just cuts off the circuit of honesty and authenticity and flow. Right. So then the fear, we've got, now we've got fear from government, which is always the case. Right. And if you don't think that is the case, then try it out. <laughs> yeah. We were saying after the sign got taken, we were talking about like, if you've never protested anything or you've never actually been involved in a direct action of some kind, right. that was a protest against something the government was doing, you might have the illusion that there's not fear. You're not afraid of the government. The government's good. They help you. Yeah. But just go out and try to do some kind of pro peaceful protest mm -hmm. where you're saying the wrong thing and find out what happens. Right. And you'll be met almost immediately with violence, especially if there's multiple people involved. Right. Then there's fear. Then you understand mm -hmm. what it is, fear of the government. Mm -hmm. The government will use violence against you right. without really much thought. No. Um, your own government. Then we have fear of the employment and the economic engine. Mm -hmm. You say the wrong thing, you're going to lose your job. Right. Then you won't be able to survive. Mm -hmm. Now we also have the social level fear of you're going to get canceled, which is also economic, or you're going to be ostracized. You're going to become... Deplatformed. <laughs> Deplatformed. That's the worst word. Yeah. My God. Or, yeah, you're, if you're on social media... Everything you say, you have to put through 500 filters. Then not only that, but they're going to censor it as well. Right. So what's happened to honesty? It's not a value anymore, actually. No. no. Because honesty means discomfort for someone else, potentially. Per perhaps. Likely. Right. <laughs> the truth is hard. Right. So no wonder everybody's all just tied up in knots of not knowing how to live anymore mm -hmm. because the truth is lost right? because of fear of what will happen if you tell the truth and trying to keep the peace. And then that goes down into the personal level. If you have a partner that's going to punish you for telling the truth by giving you the silent treatment or threatening you or fighting you or or um, belittling you or criticizing you in some way. Gaslighting you, psychologically yeah. torturing you, abandoning you, uh, using um, fear against you, um, taking your vulnerable states and twisting them on you, uh, using coercion against you. Uh, <laughs> A lot of fun things. <laughs> <laughs> right. But yeah, exactly then you don't want to tell the truth there either. Right. So then what's left? Where can you tell the truth? Where can you really be yourself if you can't do it in your own home? Right. And family, oh my God. 
didn't even mention family. Right. Family is like the worst offender in this regard. Right. It's the first place we learn not to tell the truth. Right. You can't tell the truth because you will get kicked out of your family. You'll lose love, which means you won't survive because mm -hmm. as a child, you have to have family to survive. Right. So you have to do it mm -hmm. or you'll die. Literally. Right. right. And then you have that same thing your entire life of family. What is the family going to think? Right. Whether you like these people or not, you still are concerned right. about what they're going to think, what they're going to do. Mm -hmm. Maybe they'll cut you out of the will if there is one. Right. Maybe they will just never speak to you again. Right. What will you do if your all of your family never speaks to you again? Mm -hmm. How will you make it? Yeah. You can make it. You can. What if um, you're in a dimension? What if right now on Earth, uh, we're not actually seeing all that we can see? What if there's more going on than we can see? And life and death is just something that, that is going on that is not uh, tied to time in a linear way. And what if we were alive before we were born and we're going to live after we die, then it's possible that our family members themselves are just manifestations of our own necessities for our soul to progress to the next level of consciousness. And our brother, sister, mother, father, uncle, aunt, grandpa, grandma are just different manifestations of our own necessity for growth. And, and it's maybe not that big a deal and our biggest uh, transformation that we could have in our life is to transcend mm -hmm. that those relationships that tried to cause us harm. Um, this might not be the case for everyone, mm -hmm. but maybe it is the case for pretty much everyone I've ever met mm -hmm. so far. Mm -hmm. uh, um, and if we're not living in a dimension that is actually what we think it is, then maybe we should just be ourselves and do what we love and be in compassion and and only accept loving energies into our lives, which is compassionate. Mm -hmm. I only want uh, compassion in my life at this moment. I, I am not going to accept any beings who are mean to me, who treat me poorly, who make fun of me behind my back, who, who um, don't respect me. I'm not going to have any relations with any beings on earth ever again that treat me in that way. And that is the most compassionate thing I can do. Uh, but it is difficult and takes courage. And I think we're at this moment now on earth where the Libra Aries is giving everyone an opportunity to give a, re-look at their relationships mm. and say no i don't think so yeah excellent i mean i think we set out to talk about astrology <clears throat> and then we end up going into all of these kinds of things which is our understanding of astrology i mean i think we're we're instead of explaining how we use astrology we're just demonstrating it right this is how we use it Right. And I think that the most important thing, like everything else, or another Aries value, direct action or direct experience is right. the most powerful thing 
So what you have to do with any spiritual tool or any source of wisdom is you have to put it through, like you said, put it through the filter of your own heart Mm -hmm. and your own experience and your own intuition Yeah, and figure it out yourself. Right. And be suspicious of any information that's coming to you from another source, including this one. Any any source of information (laughs) that you get, uh, scrutinize it heavily. Including this one, definitely. Yeah. No doubt. Like if it just doesn't, it doesn't feel true to you, then it's not true to you. Right. But if it does somewhat feel like there might be something there, then you have to investigate it. And it takes courage to do that. But I think astrology just has so much to offer in terms of symbolism, the archetypes, the language. It's it's a language of understanding and explaining right and then also just helping us to know it's the map where we are at this moment right we know there's this aries libra polarity going on Mm -hmm. it's helpful it doesn't mean you don't get the answers because of that no you still have to figure out okay now this relationship now what do i do right but it is helpful to know that it's aries north node time Mm -hmm. so that means I need to likely go towards an Aries type response to every relationship problem that is going to present itself during this year and a half period of time. Right. It's helpful. Yeah. It, it narrows it down <laughs> a little bit. Right. You know, to what is the right response? The right response is an Aries type response. Right. Now, what does that mean? That's up to you. Right. Which is the tricky part and why you can't get the answers from anyone else. No. No one else knows your life. No. And I don't, I, you know, I never have accepted really anyone else's explanations of astrology beyond getting an understanding of what the symbols mean and what the archetypes are mm-hmm. at a basic level. Mm-hmm. But then it's constantly changing and evolving and deepening based on our own experiences and our daily discussions. Right. Well, what What is the Aries response to this? Right. What does that mean? Mm-hmm. You know, you can't, you can't get that from someone else. No. Someone else can tell you the direction to look. Mm-hmm. It's like the Zen story of the finger pointing at the moon. Looking at the finger is the wrong, <laughs> the wrong response. The teachings are the finger. The mm-hmm. moon is the truth. Right. You need to go directly to the moon. Right. Not to the finger pointing at the moon. No. You might be the finger or maybe you're the moon. But either way, you're headed towards the truth. And the truth is staring you in the face directly from the heavens. Mm. And it's it's reflected in your own astrology. It's reflected in reflected in in the transits of the astrology that's happening right now and um it's reflected in your own life and you can move towards the truth but you have to take some of that mar martian energy and uh, throw a spear possibly directly into um the truth Mm. You might have to blow up the entire building behind you and walk away 
like one of those scenes in an action movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might have to. Aries is a fire sign, so you may have to burn it all down. You might have to. And uh, from the ashes, you might rise like ah, a phoenix, perhaps. Uh, yes. um, I pray that you do. I pray that you, you can take that, that relationship, that energy, that issue, that crisis, and uh, instead of getting hit right in the fucking face with the rock, I challenge you to move the fuck out of the way. Soha. Soha. <laughs>